quickly text me while I make sure it's recording. I'm telling I'm serious. This is the the first thing I'm buying as a proper road crew whenever I make it. Alright. Thumbs up. Alright, we're recording. Is, it, is anything we're coming lying. through the phones? We're lying. The cans? The can you hear anything in the cans? In the cans? That's what they call headphones. Oh, yeah. Can you hear it in the cans? And by they, I mean... Yeah, actually, some radio in the bits. That's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was some of the radio biz, the radio lingo. That's, but, cl- that's cool that you want to know that because I can't help you there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll get started with this. I'm here at the Amarillo Art Institute with Jimmy Inzarello. Shannon was telling me we couldn't decide if it was Inzarello. I can't remember what she was even saying. She Probably saying Inzaria. Inzaria. Well, because that's the yeah, that's that's the kind of like Spanish. The two L's are a. Yeah. Oh. Like Amaria. Yeah, that makes sense. Amari Amarillo. Amarillo's Amaria. Um, yeah. I'm half Mexican. That's a terrible spot. I can't speak a lick. Well, I'm half Sicilian. it on my mother. Um. So we're at the Amarillo Art Institute as a nonprofit. Um, Rachel's actually sitting with me in the audience, and I should have written down like a little intro about the. Am- I'll let you take the Amarillo Art Institute. Why is the Amarillo Art Institute? Why should people know about it? The Amarillo Art Institute is what I believe is the food court of a 1970s bombed out mall that has been converted, and instead of uh, instead of like uh, soft lines retailers, it's a bunch of art art places. It's mm-hmm. got painting studios. It's got photography studios. It's got uh, ceramic studios. So Amarillo Art Institute is kind of like the heart of it where you can take classes. They make it very affordable. When I first moved to this area, um, it was either enroll at WT and pay $1,800 or pay one-tenth of that and work with a really brilliant ceramicist. And oh, it was yeah. really good. Well, uh, all of their mediums are like covered with Pretty incredible artist, it seems like. Dex, mediums, plural is media. Media. Mediums? I was talking about somebody that was like bringing in a, like a conduit, you know, like a spiritual conduit. Oh, God, I don't okay. know what you think <laughs> that they're doing over there. Media, I, well, I feel like they're like, they're, they're bringing it back, you know, from the netherworld. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, I, see, that's the thing is I really, it's funny that I want to sit in front of a microphone. Because I actually sound really dumb 90, maybe 95% of the time. You know, I you don't, and me, both sister. <laughs> sister, oh. <laughs> Welcome to Grammar Corner. Okay. So um, let's just jump into it. Give like a quick, so as you give your little story, I'm going to jump in with a couple of questions. Just okay. a quick story. Okay. You say you're not interesting. But Sto- what do you mean by story? Like, okay, we'll start with uh, graduating high school, going to college. Oh, dear God. Um, well, let's see here. I graduated in 1993, and then I went to school in Missouri. Missouri? Mid-Missouri, Central Mo. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I, I had this strange, like, uh, black cloud uh, that every time it was time to transfer to another university, I'd get a full scholarship, and then I would get ready to go out there and then I'd go, no, I'm not supposed to go here. So I did that mm. full ride at University of California. Then I did it at KU, University of Kansas. Then I did it at University of South Carolina. Full rides just because of good... I'm really, really good really at smart. grades. No, really I'm not smart. smart. Yeah, I'm nice. good at grades. Yeah, good at grades. Test very poorly. I'm kind of a moron, but I can hustle. I can hustle and lie and ride a pace. That's all it is, is lying. You just got to figure out the quickest way. You yes. know, like it's 
He's got to be close to the truth. I'm a BS artist. BS artist, nice. So, so then I, I ended up going to University of Missouri School of Journalism mm -hmm. and uh, met my husband there, met all my very close friends from college there. Which and your husband's a college professor. He teacher. is. And English. English, uh, postmodern American literature with a bent toward uh, neoliberal critical theory. Ooh. I have not, now read, I have not that's read his a, dissertation. That's one, that's one of the things I don't understand about like, like high-level intellectuals. Is there? There's no way of just explaining what it is that they know. You know, like firemen. You know what I know. You know, it's like it's pretty. Or do, do we? I don't know that that's true. <laughs> oh, everybody knows. I would burn up in like three point two seconds. Hundred percent. It's all about being properly prepared. That's all. It's sure. Not, but um, anyway, it's just a. It's a hilarious. I don't know these like long titles. I don't know because because what does that mean? What is because he just so, teaches composition mostly or well at the university? Um, yeah, he teaches a lot of uh, freshman composition. So this is a lot of like freshmen that are not English majors, just because that's just the nature of it. Everybody has to take those courses, so all of the English faculty um, have have to kind of help out with that. And he's kind of one of the lower lower on the totem pole, so he's had to do quite a bit. Y'all, how long have y'all been in Amarillo? We moved to Can Canyon. We moved to Canyon. Uh, let's hear. It'll be three years in November. Three years in November. Yeah. Okay. One of my questions is your initial reaction to Amarillo. Um, Where was it that you moved in from? We moved here from St. Louis, and I remember on the first night um, we stood on the front porch, and what you what y'all call the smell of money <laughs> wafted over, and Ryan and I stood on our front porch like. Uh, Atticus Finch and Scout and looked out and he goes, huh, they didn't mention this at the interview. <laughs> it was profound. Yeah, it, it is kind of funny. you got to sneak people around Amarillo. Yeah. Like if you, if you give them the right spots in Amarillo, it's a beautiful place. It's yeah. great weather. Mm -hmm. If you get them in the wrong spots at the wrong time, it's just, uh, but you know, it's funny. My mom used, my mom grew up in Hereford. Mm -hmm. So I remember making that drive as a like baby and I would cry. It smelled so it's like bad. literally shitty. It's not that it's bad. Not I would cry on the way there, mm. but and my mom used to tell me she was like, "There are people who have candles of this smell." <laughs> yeah. I think I love your mom. And there are there are people no, that have candles. No, I'm not joking. Yeah, there. I mean, it is literally the smell of money to some people when they smell <laughs> like a good strong whiff of cow shit. It's like, oh man, I am, I am rich. You know, I mean, everything I thought I knew about this area just got really turned on its head because I don't know what to do with that. It's funny. Like, it's dirty a, diaper is not a, a Yankee candle no, it, scent. See, that's it's different. Believe me, it's different than a dirty diaper. Um, but no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It, it's a it's a rough smell, but you get used to it. You know, and that's I think that's one of the things that like marks somebody from the panhandle and mm -hmm. makes them such an interesting, weird person is because they've learned to love. These things that other people are like, you smell that all the time? Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, yeah. Like so eyebrow scorching ammonia I'm like, urine. I'm like ready like, to run. run. It nothing, like, it like invigorates me. It makes me want to go powerlifting or something. No. Reminds me of a high school wrestling practice, you know, whenever the wind came out of the wrong direction, you catch a room full of smelly men and can, manure. Can, cannot, I cannot really. That's Amarillo, so initial reaction to Amarillo. Yeah, uh, but I did receive two different baked treats within the first week, and that has mm. never happened in my life. So wow, really? it baked bread, and then we got another loaf of bread, and it was like, wait, we got, we're like two for two in a week, and we were zero before that, so no one's ever given us bread. So I was like, we're going to like it here. Everybody was really, really, people really kind. People don't realize that the conservative is the original hippie. You know, like they're the ones that have their own gardens and they're like giving you every time you see them, you leave with like 
two handfuls of vegetables. It's like, what am I going to do with all these vegetables, you know? That's like the conservative people around here. They're like the original hippies. It's like, oh, no, don't throw that away. Keep it, you know. You're going to have to introduce me because I, I really like vegetables and I cannot grow them in this climb. Oh, man. Utter so, failure. Yeah. I, I, I failed at it five years in a row. <laughs> I think it's been like a, a moderate. Really, it's me coming out of the gate. I trip coming out of the gate. And that's what like really like stops the gardens. Process. Was it the flea beetles or was it? Uh, what no, was it's it? like the lack of water. Like yeah. I don't I forget to water for two weeks or something. Yeah. It's like everything's dead. Yeah. The ground's dead. Yeah. Um, Scorched earth. So has your perception of Amarillo changed since you've been here? In the I, I like it more and more. I mean, honestly, it's like um, both my husband and I work a lot, so we don't have a whole lot of like hangout time. We oh, don't really yeah. go do things. Also, we old, so um, you know, <laughs> sipping a sipping the foam off the top of a beer and uh, uh, being in, crawling into your soft pants by uh, eight o'clock. We're we're at it. We're yes. at it. So you save a lot of money, uh, which is good because we're both uh, civil servants that don't make a lot of money. Mm. So. Um, but everybody I know and that I that I see that I've met through my work and uh, through different like nonprofits in town like Amarillo uh, Amarillo Art Institute and uh, Amarillo Museum of Art um, High Plains Public Radio Ugh, everybody's awesome everybody's really cool and interesting and unexpected and um, there's freaks out here you're right there are some oh, freaks yeah. out here and it's really nice so it's funny my friend Zach Quine is in the audience and Hi, I, went, I went on a trip with him to to Mexico. And we're in the middle of Mexico with all these grungy climbers and live, we're climbing at this place called Pachero Chico, Mexico. And um, this girl comes up to me and we're hanging, it's probably third day. And she's like, what is it about Amarillo? Like she's asking me all these questions about Amarillo. She's like, I've met six people from Amarillo and none of them have been the same. Wow. They're all completely different people. The weirdest people I've ever met. All six of them from Amarillo. She's like, what is it about this place? I've got to visit. I just got to know. Mm -hmm. And you can't really explain it. It's like, I don't know why everybody's... I think they've speculated there's something about the flatness of the land and how it's so vast and open. You can see so far and you have this like strange like vulnerability and impression. That's what they've kind of speculated about this, the Panhandle in Lubbock. And so there's scientists actually like working on this? No, I think it's just people, people that are artists that have like speculated. Like, why is oh, there yeah. so much very interesting um, kind of like, you know, unexpected surrealist kind of art and like, you know, Amarillo is kind of an art center, Lubbock. Like, what is it about this area? And they've said that they think it's because it's so freaking flat and it's just, it makes you feel yourself like really well. Nice. Yeah. That, um, I'm not from here, though, so I went no. <laughs> Wait, where are you originally from? Where? Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just, this is a PSA for anybody who, when they hear someone from Kansas City, don't ever, oh, you're from Kansas. Because if I was from freaking Kansas, I'd be living in freaking Kansas. Oh! Dissing on the Wyandotte. Wyandotte County. It's a really insular joke that's not going to land in the panhandle. Whatever. I was looking for, like... Is anybody else? I mean, no, like no deep lingo. That was like a deep lingo. Then like, I can I can't quite hit that like level of lingo. But um, <laughs> so the next question I was gonna ask you. So High Plains Public Radio mm -hmm. is your first radio work. Yes, uh, I was an advertising copywriter and producer and made really. Sh can I concuss? Yeah. You said an S word earlier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I okay. it's fine for me and my audience. I uh, I mean, I, so basically that I I worked doing some really fucking bad commercials in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, that's jumping uh, up. That's corny, 
like uh, Cable Dahmer Chevrolet. Choose 5.9% APR financing or 500 cash back. Like crappy like <laughs> commercials over and over, no budget. My friends were in them. I had to do the tags. Like my mom yeah. still calls me and says, yeah, I heard you commercial. You know, because I'm still on the air with no dollars oh, and no cents. That is hilarious. So really low budget. Uh, they put all the money into the media buy. And so I would do commercials for a small ad agency. So that was my radio experience was going, all right, Ashley, I really like that. Can I get a little more energy on uh, Olathe Ford? No. Olathe Lincoln Mercury. It's Mercury. Mercury. No, it's Mercury. Mercury. Fine. Mercury. So that was my radio experience, was telling people to add this music bed and do this and do this, but I never touched the board. Okay, I didn't yeah. know any of it. Um, yeah, actually, I haven't ever touched the board either, which is amazing. If you want to learn how to do 1991 technology, anyone, <laughs> this applies to anyone, I'll show you how to work uh, High Plains Public Radio Soundboard. But it's very simple. It's really not hard. I was a radio DJ in um, college for like an, oh, for nice. a minute. Not a minute, yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the only radio I had. I was so, never the person in front of the mic ever. And, like, your listening audience is quite a bit larger than my listening audience. But, so... For you, now. Did, hey, for now. I'm coming for <laughs> that you top, build your empire. That top spot. Yeah. <laughs> top spot. Um, let's see, where was I at? Oh, so did you have any, like, mic fright? Or anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah, I sounded like I was, like, having diarrhea for the first, like, <laughs> like I would say, I don't know, six, seven months. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. I'm alone. Everyone I work with is four hours north oh, of me. Oh, yeah, that's... In a basement alone. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It is kind of weird, like, I've, which I've had actually several people in this room on the podcast as well, and people, like, don't... It's like an unexpected... Um, anxiety like mm -hmm. as soon as it's like okay we're rolling it's like okay it's still just two people in a room mm -hmm. nothing has changed but everything has changed yeah. it's like different it feels funny you know and then but typically that goes away I've noticed yeah. because I don't think most people take me very seriously well, so it's like, okay, we, we don't have to take this too seriously so our, our problem is that it's yeah, live it's live 15 hours a week and you have to like in addition to having you know have the music ready you have to be able to read this, read this, read this, and you know, it's just, you gotta juggle a lot. Um, I try to like make it really laid back and be like, ah, it's public radio. It's like the place if you're gonna be kind of corny and screw up, you know. Um, everyone's very understanding. Think about podcasts. Why, Everybody's is it, very why is it that like every public radio, no matter where you are in the country, they all sound the same? It's like they have one, know. it's like they have one school sending out like a delicious dish kind of yeah you know, i mean it's the same i mean it's just kind of like man it's you know it's the people from that area but as soon as they're oh, yeah. on the radio they're like hello this is high plains public radio mm -hmm. yeah. you're supposed to kind of slow it down when you talk yeah, yeah. it's amazing yeah. it's a it's a funny thing which maybe that just happens when you get in front of a mic yeah. I actually want to talk like that since I yeah. have my voice over like the last speakers. Like, you should do some kind of a, you should do an experiment on that. Like have people talk to you and then right when they get on the mic, see what happens. Yeah, to, like, the yeah. So I should have a, an auxiliary mic mm -hmm. background. Mm -hmm. Okay, you should. It's like in uh, Kansas City growing up, there was Maria Antonia, KMBC Nine News. You know, she would just yeah. code switch, <laughs> code switching. So yeah, maybe with NPR, you just like go into NPR zone. But yeah, when I first started, I told my friends, hey, you should tune in, listen. And my friends were all like, there's some dude talking. We can't find your station. And I was like, you creep, that's me. And it was like, oh, they couldn't tell it was me. I wonder if, like, any time like, you put your voice through a microphone, you imagine it sounds like the opposite sex. Yeah. Because I feel like mine sounds like a raspy, choked woman, you know? Like, 
What did you call me? <laughs> Uh, so your your show mm-hmm. is a music show, right? And it you is. do the uh, living room concerts. Yeah. So High Plains Morning is um, nine to noon Central, Monday through Friday, and we have community people come on. I have a community calendar that brings all of the High Plains together because we cover five states. We do a little tiny corner of Nebraska, Eastern Colorado, all of Central and Western Kansas, and the panhandles of Oklahoma and Texas. Mm. So we have to kind of create this false um, demographic of the High Plains, which we know there, there's a lot of space between Binkelman, you know, Nebraska, and almost Lubbock. But at the same time, it's like we mention a lot of different events happening across the High Plains. We mention it's obviously a little more Amarillo heavy. We're the largest city, yeah. and that's where I am. So. We mentioned that, but yeah, it's folk Americana, blues, jazz, old gnarly, funk, uh, R&B. I go all over the place. Um, so, and, and people appreciate it. It's very different than the previous DJ, who was very different than the previous DJ. The show changes with every DJ. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. I mean, it can't be the same. But everyone's very open-minded. It was like, nice. what was that song? You know, but people people love that's it. Like the, that's the person that's willing to turn on NPR. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get in the car with somebody, like back in the day, high school, you know, you get in the car with somebody, and it's like... What's their radio station? Mm-hmm. What's their What's their ground zero? Mm-hmm. Is it FM ninety? Mm-hmm. Is it High Plains Public Radio? Yeah. Is it Rock one hundred eight or whatever? You know, Wait, yeah. is that a station? Is Rock one hundred eight a station? Rock one hundred eight. It is. Okay, that sounded like you made it up. No, Rock I was I was trying to hit like my memory. That was like yeah. like rolling real hard, like the grind. Yeah, like, it was like I can get it. But yeah, that's actually real. Yeah. So you play everything. Have you been into music like? I mean, I'm friends with people that are so into music that I would argue I'm so not into music. I mean, mm. my when I, I can't remember anybody's name because I'm about 93% wham lyrics up till about oh. here. And then the rest is Kenny Loggins. So unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not a music person, yeah. but I am very curious. Nice. I'm always researching. As someone who is a copywriter, you just have to become an expert on a subject mm. and then regurgitate what, out what you think your audience wants so to hear. That's like, how I do it. Do you feel like that is like the... Uh, persona that you took on like copywriter like you can do anything no i wanted to be good at the job so it was like what's the job well you have to come up with three hours every day of music that flows that's interesting that's new that's old that's regional and you just have to like go so because i'm um you know i'm just really dedicated to it i spend a lot of time that's hence the whole working all the time um you're able to do it you're able to do it and i i keep in touch with you know what's coming up the different uh folk things, different folk musicians and folk charts and folk DJs all across the U.S. and beyond. Um, and you see, what are they playing? Who's interesting? Da, 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 da. It's so a lot like, of that. you're like social media in a person. Well, I have to, you have to monitor you that gotta like, you got to be seeing everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, and see, is this right for High Plains Morning? Do we think they would like this yeah. weird ambient sound person? Do they want a 12-minute oh. set from the Bitchin' Bahas? <laughs> you know, it's like, maybe I could get away with that. You know, people are very open-minded. I haven't really heard any complaints except for the the scores of accidental f words that no one has no one has snitched so i really appreciate that hype really <laughs> so no one snitched no this one has snitched we would be off the air if we had one snitch i probably should even i'm gonna jinx myself should, yeah and this conversation is over yeah well that, that was the only thing you asked me earlier are yeah. we allowed because i was like I'm allowed to cuss. I'm allowed to cuss here. My mom, my mom's in the back home with my baby, so that's the only person that can get mad at me. Hi, mom. I'm sure she's fine with it, actually. 
Bye. Sorry about that F-bomb. That was for comedic purposes. So, yeah, your, your show is from 9 to 12, mm-hmm. 105.7. 105.7 FM, and we have 19 other stations across the High Plains. So all of our long-haul truckers have to just kind of keep wiggling that dial. Usually, it, public radio is at the far left. We're, it's very, very weird that Amarillo has at it at the far, far right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also have 94.9, which is HPPR Connect. It's all news and information, so you'll get... Wait, wait, don't tell me. Texas Standard, uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross, all these different. Um, and you were saying the other day that y'all are about to switch over to having a digital subscription. Well, option. we do have that. We have you can get us on HD. We have you can always stream it online. Either of the two streams. Nice. There's the mainstream, which is the one with music, and then the other one is all talking. It always well. ends up like making my day if I'm working on a project and one thirty in the afternoon. I'm like frustrated as hell at something. Something's not working out, or I'm working on something on the house. And I walk out, I get in the car, and I turn it on, it's like playing classical music. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> We're no. the only source for classical music. <laughs> how can you, only source how for can jazz. you be upset anymore? Yeah. Like whenever you, you start hearing it, and it's like mm-hmm. you, you zone out a little bit. My husband describes it as the sound of boredom. The sound of boredom. That's funny. <laughs> he specifically uh, singled out like Baroque music as like, ah, the sound of being bored. <laughs> tinkle, 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 just like a harpsichord. And I was well, like, the fact, that you, can, the fact yeah. that you can pull a term. Say that again, Baroque, Baroque music. Yeah. It's like the fact that, that like he pulled that turn means he's listened to way too much classical music. Yeah. The program's called Sunday Baroque, so don't give him too much. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> See, a couple people that actually listen to like what I'm playing, like I barely reference it. Like I'm like, wait, everybody, I'm highfalutin. I listen to classical music occasionally, and then everybody in the room like corrects me. No, you're an idiot. Thank you, Rachel, from the crowd. She's a, she was a former podcast guest as well. Excellent. I have not was, gotten to listen to that. I have not been able to. It was, a, it was a good one because she corrected me like that it. through the entire podcast. It was just like Dexter would take a dive off at and she's point, like, ah. At some point, I did call, say that Alex was sitting on the pot instead of making a pot. Uh, <laughs> she said that at one point, she said Alex was on the pot rather than throwing an actual pot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did, so I screwed up something. That's all right. Yeah. Nobody would have ever known that. I don't uh, know. I think that maybe they would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I listened back to it and I didn't hear it. But yeah. uh, uh, I guess that's how much I'm listening to myself. It's kind of weird. But okay, so to bring us into the location that we're mm. sitting, the Emerald Art Institute. Love it. How long have you been a member here? It was one of the first things I did when I moved here is like look to see like because I didn't have a job like I moved here um, you know my husband you, if you don't ever hitch your wagon to an English professor folks like don't, oh my gosh don't that's what my wife actually wants don't, to be she wants to be a there are no jobs professor. there are no jobs no it, no, it works out it works out it works out we're, we're like it works we're, out it works we're out about to put her through graduate school look. Look and, and look and listen. That shit ain't cheap. Look and listen. People are so, like, go to college. No, don't go to college. <laughs> Figure a different way out. So imagine uh, that there's like a um, community college in the middle of like, you know, nowheresville, like, you know, Mississippi. They get 700 applications for a $27,000 a year job with, with kind of crappy benefits. Um, and that's after like you have a doctorate. So just know, just know you could like, I don't know, work a shift at Arby's. And you could also, you could have the meats. <laughs> you could have the meats. Don't no, you just, don't, do you feel like... I, ju- this I is, jest, this but is, it is a very serious thing. It's this a tough, is a, tough a, gig. A slight change of direction. But mm-hmm. since this is a podcast meetup, 
That's what I, the thing is, it's all about the credential that you're bringing into the product that you're promoting, right? So okay. like, don't you think, like, if you're a doc, like, for instance, Shannon listens to this uh, podcast called um, Silicon Valley. Lexicon Valley. Oh, Lexicon Valley. With, what was that his name? John McWhorter. John McWhorter. Mm-hmm. And this dude is so crazy smart. that linguist. Yeah, linguist. Oh, I mean, of a different, like, he'll, like, as he's talking, switch through languages, and then he's explaining the different mm-hmm. shit. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy talk. And the whole time I'm listening, it's like, this is what he needs to be doing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be, like, this should be paying his bills. Him just but, sitting but in front of a But how much do you mic. make on a podcast? I mean, it's just, it's just creative hate. work is really tough know. to get paid know. for. I don't, I don't yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a thing where it's a flooded market and it is a real problem. So people mm. that are brilliant, that are, you know, just sitting there languishing as adjuncts with no benefits, uh, making nothing working for billion dollar endowed places. I mean, it's a real, it's it's major labor exploitation. Crazy. Hi, Emmett. He's in the window. This kid, man, this kid. I knew he was gonna try to steal the spotlight. Almost, he's almost. He's like, look, dad's sitting in front of a microphone. Let me go be the cutest little baby ever. Almost as good as a cat. Look at him, Just look at him. So cute. It's the weirdest thing. So and cute. you always wonder if it's just because it's made from a real cute baby. It's, you always wonder if it's just because it's from your genetic, like, you know. No, I'm going to go with no, it's not. No, it's just Your kid cute. is like, yeah. keep an eye on it. Oh, I brought a really large bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like a vacation. <laughs> I'll leave the line. Put him in there. like, snags him, thinks he's the cutest thing ever for about a week. They'll bring him back. I promise. I'm never going to be a senator. Listen to this. Like she wanted to kidnap a child. It was fun for a little bit. Everybody wants. I, I don't understand kidnapping a child. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. It's so funny. Like, you, what you do is you just like distract and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just saying. At some point in time, it's like, man, you got to feed this thing. It's got to go to bed at a certain time. It's me. I said the same thing about my husband. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Oh, Academia is really tough. I'm just that's yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to make light of it, but it is a yeah. thing where um, you do move where the person's job is. Mm-hmm. I'm copywriter. I can freelance from wherever. Mm-hmm. We were very lucky. Yeah. But yeah. When I moved here, there was I had bananas. So you're saying he made the good decision and he made the bad decision. No, it all, it's all worked out. There it's are all worked good out. Bad decisions, Dexter. <laughs> They're all good Easy. decisions. Zinning. They're all good Zinning decisions. No, it was lovely, but I was very lucky that uh, I moved down here, and for a while, my job was to unpack boxes. Ride my bike to the Paladero Canyon and paint a prairie mural in the fourteen foot space in my kitchen. So did you? How, that was how my far job. was a ride to Paladero? Uh, it's twelve and a half each way from, from my house. From, yeah. Okay. Nice. I would never go down into the canyon. I just fill my water bottle up and turn around because I'm not a monster. I'm not going yeah. down that hill with those people coming up and down it so fast. Oh, yeah. It's like woof. No way. Yeah. So. But it's a lovely drive, and the best is, is that all the cattle. I used to say cows. All the cattle. When you're riding your bike, they start running with you like little dogs. And then you stop and they're like, and then you go the other way and they'll run with you like little dogs. It's so they're waiting for you to give them food. They're like, oh, wait, four wheels? They'll be waiting unless they want a cliff gelatin power block, <laughs> which they don't. So. No. No, nobody wants that, actually. You have to. The margarita ones are pretty good. You like endure it. Like, that's what, that's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. I'm doing this for my body. For my you know what? They're better than the sport beans, though. The sport beans seriously just taste like, ah, vomit. Like, it's just sure like vomit-flavored, salty, boogery, like, uh, here, you're, you're ready to barf because you've been exercising for two hours. 
eat this snot. Like, yeah. eat snot beans. And I was like, your, your, I don't know, your business model needs some work. You'd think they'd, they'd have that a little dialed in by now. I mean, they give them away for free. We're talking and about like, people. Sure, I'll take them. We're going to put people on Mars, and we, we have to deal with booger-flavored beans. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to exercise. It's like, oh, man. There's oh. so many good, like, hot takes from this uh, interview already. Yeah. Booger-flavored beans is going to be the pulp book. Yeah. <laughs> booger-flavored beans. All right, so uh, what is it like being a student here at Amarillo called ARP? Amarillo Art Institute. I almost said college. I, we were talking about the intellectual. Amarillo Art Institute, um, it's so open. It's so welcoming. The people that are the instructors, it's kind of an open studio vibe, but if you want the instruction, you want that hands-on, that's what you get. So it's very much like it's everything you want it to be. Um, I'm just one of those people that just takes my clay and sits there. Um, there are people that they have a class of these kids that they just like constantly, all right, let's make a mask. Let's make these little fairy houses. Um, and there's some really spectacular artists. And the people I find in this region that are really great painters, they're also really good ceramicists. That, like, they're, people are really good at Just a lot of things. Yeah. Like, half the people in my uh, pottery class are also painters that do very well and are really accomplished and dedicated people that paint every day. Yeah. Um, so being in a space with all these people that really care about um, really putting the time in to become good at something, that's always, that's so nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. Well, that's... I just like coming up here and looking at the art. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like to look at it and say, okay, they had a blank canvas with nothing on it. Mm -hmm. And now they have something that my brain puts together as a badass picture. Like, mm -hmm. it's pretty impressive yeah. just in itself. Like, which I guess machines are coming for a lot of jobs, but I'm not sure that they're coming for that job yet. The elephants are actually coming for that job. <laughs> the elephant <laughs> painting. Yeah. Oh, dude, they'll have it taken over. Like, they just never thought of it before. Well, we're decimating them, so like, I'm thinking we're gonna win. <laughs> they can eat it. Wouldn't that be great if we're trying to like wipe out the elephants because they're trying to paint? Oh, they're trying to take our jobs. Yeah. The elephant immigrants are trying to take my paint, my canvas. Get a decent place to work around here. <laughs> uh, so that's being a student at the Amarillo Art Institute. Yeah, it's pretty great. I highly recommend it. Wish they got some looms you ever tried making a rug? Uh-uh. No? Mm -mm. Doesn't interest me. <laughs> it was like the natural cutting a rug joke. Like, but that's quite the It'll be a real NPR if we start talking about looms. <laughs> yeah, usually I just loom behind people and just kind of stare into their neck uncomfortably. Um, no, that doesn't interest me. I think it's, I don't know. It's like this. As my brother-in-law would say. Why is that, why is that in the art? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't loom, like, loom talk, like, sound like something. Like, it's like the sound of boredom. Like, oh, so you go up and then you go under and then you go up and then you go under. What do you do after that? Oh, you go up and then under. Hey, no shade to the loomers. Good for you. I bought a scarf, the last thing. It's lovely. It's beautiful. Great. Alpaca with the with the dense pile. This is your what if this is your postmodern audition for an, uh, for an NPR show? I'm gonna submit I'm this. I'm gonna I'm submit crying this. Right I'm gonna submit this to WFMT. Oh man. So is that how you would describe NPR as like a radio station? It's a loom. 
get hired at NPR. Uh, NPR is like the um, DC-based one. They're like the top dogs. They're, they're like the, the ones creating the content. They're we the rock stars. Yes, we pay for uh, NPR News, which to me, I think, is the absolute best pinnacle of great journalism mm. available now. Um, they're very, very balanced. They very much like cover very deeply these stories that are um, very important. They send people to the you know front lines of like the Yemen cholera epidemic. They're in the middle of like Eritrea. They're like it's you can't get that kind of picture of the what's going on across our entire world like you can with NPR but those the, they pay a lot of money to the people that are out there you know mm -hmm. and so we are the only station on the entire High Plains that if you're listening to NPR you're listening to it on High Plains Public Radio mm -hmm. this whole region would have absolutely no access to that on a dial sure they can go online sure they can stream it on that but Dude, there are areas in the High Plains that do not have signal. No. So we're the reason that that rural population has access to the best news. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good. So that's a, that's I'm never gonna I'm never gonna talk about that. That, that. that might be the most informed people, the people that can't sure. get the internet and they can't get the TV <laughs> and they can't. It's like kind of weird. It's like mm. the tables have flipped. I said that to my cousin a while back. We were we were driving somewhere and it was like. Um, we were listening to some music that Avett Brothers, actually, mm -hmm. you know, the Avett Brothers. Everybody knows the Avett Brothers now. Whenever I was like 2005, no one knew them, mm -hmm. you know? And my friend had seen them play downtown Winston-Salem, which is another connection we have, North mm -hmm. Carolina. Mm -hmm. And he was like, dude, you got to listen to this band. They're amazing, They're blah, really blah, blah. And then, so I'm listening to them. I think I actually bought the album, but we put it on an MP3 player and I'm listening to it. I'm like... There is no local anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I could be, I'm in this local group. I'm listening to the Avett Brothers when maybe 5,000 people are listening to the Avett Brothers, you know? And so I'm local to the Avett Brothers, but now they're this big global thing. And can I say, I didn't grow up in Winston-Salem. I never saw them live, and it was like super early. I saw them at the Granada Theater in Dallas, mm -hmm. and it was uh, maybe 500 people. Awesome, you know, like 20 feet away from these dudes, and pretty awesome uh, artists but it's like can I say I'm local can I say that I'm a underground Avid brother fan because I listened to him way back in the day I think so you know yeah, and so you got these kids in Dalhart I meet them and they're which <clears throat> that was a cool thing I can't believe I'm already having to say when I was a kid but like back <laughs> when I was in high school it was your it was your iPod it was what was in your iPod you didn't have Spotify or streaming or anything like that so if you find yourself on a old dirt road middle of the night and you got a little speaker you got to plug in and everything you know you you want to have a pretty badass playlist mm -hmm. or you're going to run out real quick you know meet all people all over the high plains that have a very diverse i mean almost a very eclectic mm -hmm. taste you know it's not it's not as like backwoodsy uh podunky i mean I, a lot of people used to describe emerald as like podunk but the culture in Amarillo or the people in Amarillo aren't podunk. Even the people outside of Amarillo that like live the closest person is 60 miles. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not podunk. They're listening to NPR and they're like streaming stuff off YouTube and mm -hmm. they're right in the middle of the scene. It's kind of a weird <clears throat> virtual reality. I've been like looking into a lot of virtual reality recently, so I kind of go on these like strange tangents of like possibly living in a, a ball, you know, traveling outside of the solar system. 
You, but, need to, you need to next year apply for uh, press credentials to go to South by Southwest because eighty press credentials three point nine percent of that entire festival Free? was like virtual reality, reality and gaming. It was just uh, such a huge gaming thing. Well, it's just really funny because I at the fire department after five o'clock, six o'clock, we have personal time. You can do whatever you want. You can go to bed. You can read a book. You can whatever. And there's guys that are a pretty strong community. Uh, have banded together playing Call of Duty. And it's just so funny because you see these grown men, grown men, and I'm like, dude, this is, I'm stepped back into middle school. You know, it's the same lingo. I like talk the same. We have headphones so we can talk like, talk to these kids on, you know, or probably other adults. That would be like, imagine a kid, it's all us, you know? But it's like, you can like talk to them, you get into a conversation. Before long, you're like, man, I have no clue who this guy is, but I'm playing a game with him. You know, he's across the, you know, it's a, it's like a new zero or something. Yeah. Real weird virtual gaming whatever world that we're. My my mom used to let us take hooky days so I could ah. stay and play the Legend of Zelda on Nintendo what? Entertainment System, and I I was losing my damn OCD mind because I couldn't find the power bracelet. Uh. So I did twenty loads of laundry slash dishes because we got a dollar per load of whatever it was. And I went and bought at Toys R Us, RIP, because they just announced that uh, under, went there and it was I'm behind not a Toys locked, R Us kid anymore. Locked locked up behind glass was this like secret cheat book. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, I think uh, ten. And I was like, I just want to know where the freaking power bracelet is. And I was like, and it was like, oh, you walk into the the sixth rock on this one thing, and I was like, I walked into that rock. And it's like I've been before. So, so no one was I was on headphones with no one. It was just, I was so alone with, like, the power race. That was so rude. But, so, like, how many millions of kids were having the exact same experience? Well, I couldn't were? talk to them, so I don't really know. So, yeah. I mean, that's, like, the easiest way to you talk to them now. Now you can have... You yeah, can but I'm over it. I already found the princess. <laughs> I killed Ganon, like, 20 times. <laughs> Done. Over it. See, I never had the, like, attention span for, like, a role-playing game. I, I just wanted, like, a shooter. You think it's like, a role-playing yeah. game? which was just like, ugh, the tapes were even bigger. And your your options were like top secret and like, I don't know, like just some crappy like Casablanca. Like your options were nothing. And so same story with like, you know, before NES, before we had that, we had ColecoVision. Everyone had Atari. We had ColecoVision, which is Coleco's the brand that made uh, Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> there were like three games and one was like, Frogger, one was Popeye. Oh, look at, come oh, on. Oh, damn, I know. Damn, there he goes again. Every time I see an adult, like, jogging around looking goofy, I instantly look for my child. So I'm like, the only thing that can make so you run good. that goofy is if you're running with a little baby. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, 
everybody, everybody runs ridiculous when you're running with a baby. And you he's know? on this perfect tapestry. And look at it. It looks like it was loom. It oh, looks yeah. like woven. It looks <laughs> woven in tile. And he just went by it. That's it was like NPR a Wes Anderson outfit. So great. Yeah. It lined up. What time are we at here, Chris? I got. I'm sure we've blown. 30? All right, well, we're going to pull it. We're going to pull the plug. we got to let Hay play. Uh, I'm trying to keep yeah. this thing. People, as I talk about attention spans, attention spans are, are short these days. And, and I'm putting out these podcasts, and it's like I'm, I'm asking people to commit an hour of their week, which is, you kidding me? An hour? Too much. So I'm going to try to keep the but Anyway, so we're going to close out the recording, and then it'll come back with Hayden Pedigo. Killing it. Pete, uh, done? Did you, did you, I...
everybody. Aiden Pettigo. Earth go hard. All right. And I just made the best video possible. Little kid running around behind. Oh, yeah. Let's just upload that because it's probably my phone when he didn't dial right now.